Hey, this is Christopher Lewis and my co-host. Jamie Villamore. What's we're up? We're hanging out at... Sticky Paw Studios. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hello, hello. We got another new episode for today. And I just got to say, I'm just loving our intro. I'm just like smiling yeah, now. I'm so glad I, we did that. I know. I think the last time that I watched it, I was like, eh. You know, but now I'm like smiling on this fucking awesome yes and then every year we like update <laughs> okay we should yeah with like our events yeah and what I, we did. I think we should probably just do that periodically and just keep like adding it. new stuff just keep the audience and uh the listeners uh guessing all the time so. so fun all right guys so we're at sticky paw studios here in las vegas and we got a brand new episode today and uh jamie hi it's fucking shot show week in vegas shot show week that means bring <laughs> your drinks out people oh not that kind of shot show no. Oh, damn it. No, no shot glasses? No, we're like, we're shooting and blowing <laughs> shit up. <laughs> you know, I should stay a little extra longer because I think our guest just mentioned if I actually am going to SHOT Show. And I was like, I should actually come and check this thing out. Because... I think you definitely need to like dive into my industry a little. Yeah. But then I should check out your tennis stuff too. See, there we go. We need to start yeah. diving into our each of our um, personal um, lives a little bit more. I agree. You know, do you think so? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Okay. I mean, right. you already like stay at my place. I stay at yours. Yeah, that's true too. But we need to get into each other's like, what do we do for a living sort of thing though. I, know, I, I know. think that'd be kind of fun. And I and I do want to get on the range with you one of these days and do something like that. Because every time I fly over now, I see all this vast emptiness and I'm like, yeah. I wonder if Jamie's shooting down there. And I think that all the time actually, because <laughs> there's so much room. Or if you're climbing up in the mountains as well. Yeah. So... Yeah, I need to I need to get on the range more, but um, yeah, our guest here mm -hmm. is a super badass who's fucking inspired this me. This is very very true, and so let's put her on right now. So guys, our guest today is no stranger to the world of firearms. Known as the Queen of Guns, she has served three years as a combat soldier in the Search and Rescue Unit of the Israel Defense Forces. She has taken those skills and now puts them on display as owner of Alpha Gun Angels and creates video rangings. Sorry, videos ranging from competition, shooting tips, and sexy cosplay. Ooh, we're going to get in that one, girl. You've just got my attention. Please welcome the sharpshooting beauty, Orin Julie, to the show. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. So happy to be here. Thank you for coming. So we're going to we're gonna start stop by. We're just going to, I'm, I'm going to say Julie, if that's okay. That's fine. Great, okay. great. What yeah. say you? Um, I have always addressed her as Julie. Okay, Good. great. All right. Yeah. We're two for two on this one. And Julie <laughs> agrees. All right. So how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. Thank Man, you. Man, thank you so much mm -hmm. for getting up early because I know we had a crazy long day yesterday on for the range. You, I will absolutely get up. Oh, really? I love that. <laughs> she <laughs> called me and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Last minute too. It's not like she had like a month's notice, a week's oh, notice to prep. We're very appreciative. I was like, thank hey girl, you. I got to get you thank on the you show. I know me. you're here. So. Yeah. And then when I heard like, you know, like guns and sexy and then the cosplay and I was like, wait, what, what, wait, what's, what's <laughs> happening here? This is going to be amazing. So <laughs> yeah, you. so we're super excited. So um, you're, so when did you arrive to Vegas, by the way? Two days ago. Okay. Yeah. Only for one week, though. Okay. And have you done SHOT Show before? Yeah. Okay. I think since 2017. Wow. That's yeah. great. Oh, wow. What about you, Jamie? How long have you been doing this for? Oh, gosh. Um, probably 10 years. Okay. But wow. when I was initially fire, er, fired, when I was initially hired, um, I worked for the Glock store, which is like Lenny McGill, who's kind of mm. well-known in the industry. Um, but I knew nothing okay. of the industry. I just kind of showed up to sign posters. <laughs> God, and then now it's like 
yeah, 10 years yeah, later you're full on and in I'm it now. actually like competing. So that's unbelievable. So, yeah. and yourself, how did you, um, are you doing more competition as well now with yourself, Julie, as well? Or, um, please tell us your story on where you're at right now with your firearm lifestyle. Okay. So, uh, I served the idea for three years and then I fell in love with firearms. And in Israel, we don't have like a big firearm market. So I just, I was just looking for ways to shoot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I started the uh, Ipsic shooting and I became a shooting instructor and I posted everything on IG and it worked. So right now I do a lot of Ipsic shooting in Israel and Europe and I instruct women in the range. I love it. And that's, I create a lot of, a lot of content. For that's it. beautiful. Yeah. So you're still, are you still um, living in Israel then? Yeah. Gotcha. Were you born and raised there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love America. I don't know why. Maybe I was like a Marine soldier in other life because every time I see your flag, I get goosebumps. Oh. For real. Oh, oh yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. I love America. And uh, when, sorry. How does ahead. your family feel about that? Um, they don't know why. And no one in my family speaks English or love America or anything like this. I just flew to the United States and I fell in love. Something about the energy and the freedom and firearms. I love the people. Amazing. That's great. Aww, yeah. It makes me want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The United Let's States get her here. Citizen, no problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Now, um, I, let me ask you this. I know that um, being in the Israeli Defense um, Army, I guess you could say, it's it's a um, it's a it's you have to go through that, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like everyone at at eighteen, is this yeah, right? For men and women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in Israel, women do two years. If you are a combat soldier, you do three years, and men have to do three years. Okay. I served three, three and a half years because I was a combat soldier in the search and rescue unit. During um, daily life when there's no war, it's always war, but when there's no war, like active war, we do infantry work and during war we do search and rescue work. It was an amazing experience. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fantastic. And are you, if you wanted to, let's say after your three years are up, um, can you stay in longer if you want to or, or what's the choices that they actually give you at that time? So you can stay, you can go to an officer course or like sign for more years, but not a lot of people do it because it's mandatory to serve and then we just want to go out. But I still do reserve duty. It's yeah. different from the United States uh, Army, but I'll explain. Uh, reserve duty in Israel means that until the age of 45, we are still obligated to the army. Mm. They call us a few times a year, like let's say 10 days a year to do some uh, army work and then we're free. Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because I feel do like... Do you get paid for it? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I do it with love for okay. my country. Yeah, I Yeah, I would, love I'd love to find that percentage of people who actually really want to stay in and love it. You know, I mean, obviously here in the States, you have people that volunteer and they sign up mm -hmm. and join where we have a choice if we, unless there's wartime or something, which thank God, you know, I've never had to actually go through anything like that. But I, I honestly feel like it would be fascinating because it does make you, it, it gives you a sense of maturity, discipline, yeah. and a, some sense of... You know, I think belonging, mm -hmm. pride yeah. for your country, yes, for like sure. something to fight for, and absolutely, I I gotta say that I feel like Americans can be like sometimes a little bit immature because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we Israelis we, we do crazy stuff in the army and it really make makes it makes us mm -hmm. did I say it correctly okay <laughs> it makes us like go through hard things and it's not all the time good you know a lot of people don't like it but I think it really builds your character for you. So what yeah. are some um, commonalities that you've noticed between your training and our training? Because one of my first um, opportunities to train was with some 
people that were in the Israeli special forces. Really? Yes. So I, I'm curious to know what your opinion is on the commonalities and differences between the two. About the training? Yes. So I got to say Americans are more professional when okay. it comes to firearms. It's, it's interesting because we, we all serve, but there's like a lot of ego about mm -hmm. it in Israel. Like we're men, we, we can shoot firearms and they don't do it good all the time. Okay. And in America, I feel like you're really putting effort into it. You really want to learn, you really want to, to study more. And this is something I really noticed in the United States that a lot of people really take it like professionally. They really go to the range and they really try to, to learn more. And in Israel, we just, oh, I know everything, I know everything. Right, yeah. but, but do you feel like that's because also, once again, you're talking about how, if we're talking like maturity of, of how, you know, here versus there when you're when you're in the army there, because it's such a young age, do you feel like that's a factor of that part of it being how you're saying like the, I'm going to call it the machismo guys that like you're talking about, trying to show <laughs> yeah. with their egos and stuff like that. Where here, I feel like, you know, they're more disciplined with the training of how to use a firearm mm -hmm. versus there yeah. because it is so short lived. Yeah. Okay. So in Israel, we do it in the age of 18. And I got to tell you that I had reserve duty, I think it was in the age of 24. Mm -hmm. And I went to do like infantry work. And I felt the difference when I was uh, 24 and when I was 18. I was really more disciplined when I was uh, 24. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit like too too early yeah. to recruit us. Right. Maybe 20 is a good age. But we finish high school and then we just go to the army. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's would be tough. I it mean, is. Mm -hmm. I do feel like it's really young it to, is. to it throw is these kids tough, in yeah. there. Because yeah. we're still trying to like figure out like... I mean, even in my 20s, I was still trying to figure course, out life, but, but still to like put them in, in that level. Of right. But also, like I said, once again, it's the thing where here, you know, like people are who are volunteer, they're, they're, they have that mindset already. To where they're, they they're just to. like, it's like where you're in. It's like, <laughs> you know, some people aren't even, like you said, ready for that. Yeah, a lot of mm -hmm. people don't like it. And, you know, uh, it, sometimes it makes us really miserable because we want to do stuff to go to study or college or mm -hmm. anything. And we can't. Yeah. Three years is a long time, but I, I love it. I love the army. So <laughs> I was <gonna> say, <laughs> don't ask me about it. <laughs> so when you first um, went in at 18, is that when, is that the first time you ever shot a firearm yeah in israel what? we don't have like gun market or the second amendment uh when israelis look at the united states they go like oh my god they have too many firearms uh they have too much freedom it's it and it, i love it but israelis don't get it yeah it's crazy um so yeah the first time i shot a firearm was yeah, in the age of 18. It's pretty late. Yeah, and then I right. fell in love. How yeah. did that feel, by the way, when you first did that at 18? Wow. So I, I fell in love with all the uniforms and the feeling and the energy the army gave me. Um, of course, it was because of my past. But I really felt, felt confident. I felt like I can defend myself, like I can defend my family and country. And I felt like there's meaning to it. Yeah. And I really love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Are you like the badass in your family? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all of them like um ran away from the army so yeah okay where do you where are you along the lines of siblings how many in your family brothers uh, and sisters I have two. okay have uh older younger or yeah, older i'm the smallest okay so smallest is right um so when they went in before you could you like were, were, because you knew you had to go yeah. what, what was your feeling like before you actually got because i know now you're like you have this love for yeah. all this but at the time what were your feelings like it was about like 10 years, 10 years ago, something like this, mm -hmm. like about 10 years ago. And there was no like too much social media and like 
uh, awareness for what we we're going to do there. And I was like, okay, let's go to the army. I'll do something close to my house. I'll go daily to my home. And then I recruit. And I did like the basic training, uh, very, like, how do I say it? Like, I served in a desk role job before okay. I went to, com to be a combat soldier. So I did really a basic training for like, in Hebrew, we call it jobnikim. It means that uh, we do desk roll job. And then we, we have to shout uh, firearms. And I just fell in love. I, yeah. I couldn't explain what happened there. I just felt confident all of a sudden. That was yeah. me. Like when people okay. were like, how did you... Because I, I um, auditioned for a show. So it was... But when I started shooting and training, what do I always say? Yeah. I fucking fell in love yep. with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, I want to do this more. It's amazing. And then the fact that it's a sport, then that even like that added to my drive. That's great. Great. Wow. Yeah. yeah I feel like if you get the chance to do it the right way for both you ladies doing that, um, it's, it's probably just an amazing feel. I personally have only shot a gun maybe like with friends when I was younger with their dads or hunting. So oh, really? I don't really have that feel yeah. where you guys have, but it, it's, I find it fascinating though for both you guys to have that opportunity to do that because I know it is a skill that you have to continuously work on yeah. if you're really going to do it well. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a perishable skill. They say if you don't use it, you okay. lose it. Okay. Well, yeah. And that's why you're saying about people going back in when they have to bring you back in for that retraining I was going to mm -hmm. say like once you're out what happens if there's a wartime and then all of a sudden these guys are they're rusty but you said that they go back once a year and continuously yeah, whenever there's emergency or war okay. they call us to do like infantry work and whatever whatever they need but the, the crazy thing about Israel is that we have really strict laws on obtaining a firearm like I think only 100,000 people in Israel own one pistol with 50 bullets wow this is it yeah nothing and Do we are telling you on the people. ammo like you can yeah. only have a certain amount of rounds 50 50 rounds yeah. Yeah. so you'll yeah. be able to bring that box home with you what ammo from arms core ammo <laughs> i hope so she's like i'll just, I'll just cut it, cut it in it. My, my panty drawer on the way out so oh my god that's great all right so now that you're here now um and i hear we're gonna congratulations you're a newlywed as well yes we're do we have some pictures of, yeah. of this wedding george Tell us Woo! where did it take place, Julie? Where did you? Where's Wait, this all taking place? What, it, what is that? An AR? Yeah, but it's an airsoft <laughs> AR. This is what you could have there. Oh, I didn't even notice Look that. Oh my god, guys! If you got to watch so this on great. YouTube, they're carrying matching AR rifles, which is <laughs> hilarious. Cute, right? And hers is all in white, which is beautiful. So so beautiful. And this is wow. the family. Um, this is my mother, and this is my therapist on the right. Oh okay. wow! Yeah. Okay, I she, like it. She changed my life. So yeah. So I, wow. I wanted to say about the feeling that both and uh, both you and i had about firearms it, i th really think it's based on something from the past because um firearms gave me confidence mm -hmm. that i didn't have as a child and i went through abuse when i was a child and i was waiting for someone strong to save me and nobody did until the age of 17. right and then once i could actually defend myself this was the feeling the feeling of like falling in love yeah. Right. So wow. this is my, th uh, yeah, over there there was my therapist. She really, there she is. yeah, she's amazing. She changed my whole life. For are, real. You, are you still in contact with her as well? Yeah, of okay. course. Of okay. course. Okay. Um, how old were you when you started um, diving into therapy? <sighs> I'll tell you what. Three and a half years ago, I met my husband and I really wanted to move to America and I already started planning and then I met him at a pool party and we had a really fast connection between us. And then we started dating. And I came back to Israel from America for him. And I, we started dating. 
And back then, um, let's say I was like not a very good person. Not because I was bad, because I, I wasn't like going to therapy and my trauma really um, controlled me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I really hurt him at some point. And he, he goes like, why did you do it? And I was like, why, why are you surprised? I think this is life. Like everybody does this, right? And then he goes like, no. And something about his eyes, I don't know how to explain. It was so authentic. And this was the fir very first time I could actually understand a person. And then I was like, okay, there's something weird in here. I really love him, but I really hurt him. Why do I have like two powers inside of me? And then I, I swore to him that I will always say and tell the truth. Right. Um, and this was my first step in therapy. And then I, uh, all the time I like pulled my hair, like really um, aggressively, I was pulling my hair and I couldn't control it. And I was looking for ways to, to take care of it. And I read that it's called, in Hebrew, it's called trichotilomania. I don't know how to say it in English. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a disorder that you are really stressed and you didn't go to therapy probably, and you're really pulling your hair or cutting your nails, mm -hmm. stuff like this. And then I started to go to therapy. It was in the age of 26, I think. And then I found out that um, traumas can control our lives. Yeah. And yeah. I was really surprised. And then I was going to a few therapists and I couldn't find anything like practical to do. Okay, I'm stepping like I'm stepping on my, um, I'm stepping, excuse me, Sorry for my English. It's okay. No, no, you're good. Okay. So um, I, I felt like I was stepping on my wounds, but nothing happened. And then I met this amazing therapist and it was really practical. She, okay, she goes like, okay, you are acting this way because of this and this is the way to solve it. And she changed my, my entire life without medicines, without drugs, That's without great. anything, just very hard work. And it was a very hard work. And then I found out why I love firearms so much. Um, it, it's okay like to... To open everything? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah, please. Okay. So um, I was sexually abused by my father okay. when I was seven until the age of 17. Um, and I didn't realize it was like something bad. When I was a kid, I thought like every girl goes through it. Yeah. Um, and then something really happened when I started going to therapy. I was really mad at the time and depressed and it was really hard process, but it's the it's the most rewarding work I've ever done, and now I feel like I'm in peace. You know, I really want to to live in America, but this is like the only thing that bothers me. So I fly here a few okay. times a year, and right. my husband and I live in Israel. But I really found like if, uh, I really feel like I found my place with this amazing man who really um, hugged me all the way to through this process. He was there when I was screaming. Um, from nightmares and he was there when I was going crazy because I'll tell you, I'll explain. When you are going through thing like this in your family, you will never get like a hug from your family. Yeah. I'm not in contact with my family. Um, I'm, I, I do try to take my mother to therapy. It goes, it goes well for one month already. Um, but it's hard because my father passed away when I was 19 almost 10 years ago um, and, and he would never ask for forgiveness right and I needed to forgive him and then I started to to raise like compassion 
and then I also became vegetarian because of this. This is crazy. Once I started to like um, work on my compassion, I became compassionate about everything. So I couldn't eat animals or hurt anybody. And th this is crazy. I love it. This is why I love therapy so much. And this is why this amazing woman that really changed my life uh, walked me through, through the chupa. Chupa is like in a Jewish ceremony okay. in the wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so great. Well, thank you for that. So, yeah, that's great. Um, before your father passed, you were never able to like have a conversation. My father, my father was um, mentally sick, of course. Right. Um, one time, I, uh, how do I say, like, I, I talked to him about it. I was like, why? <laughs> and and the crazy thing is that they always have like a good reason, like. In, I don't know how it, in Hebrew I'm so fluent about okay, it. Yeah. Well, you're doing right. amazing. Mm -hmm. So he he had cancer, and when I started to go to therapy, someone said to me, "You need to forgive him." And I was like, "But what is forgiveness?" So I started googling like how to forgive, because in in this Judaism and Christianity, they all tell us to forgive, yeah. but nobody taught us how to forgive. Um, and then I met someone who said that men who die from cancer pretty early are most likely to, to go through something bad in their childhood. And I was like, yeah. wait a second, my father passed away from cancer. Um, is there something here? And then I started to feel like a little bit of compassion. And then I was like, okay, let's dive into it even more. And then I realized that my father was a kid that was sexually abused and he didn't care, take care of it. And it's not an excuse for what he did of to course. me. Mm -hmm. but but this was the way that I could forgive him. Right. Yeah. I feel like it, um, you know, and thank you for that, by the way. It's just like your story that you're saying. Um, it's one of those things where you were talking about forgiveness. And I, I, I hate when people say you have to. You have to. It's like it has to be. Yeah. It has to come from you. Right. And Absolutely. you actually did the work to actually research after he had passed why the, what the um, stream of things that happened and why he maybe did what he did to where you can understand and give forgiveness. So I appreciate that. Where most thank people, you. they're just like, well, I forgive you. But it, there's no meaning behind it if you right. don't really feel it. So I don't, I don't like when people have to force it upon you. Exactly. But I'm glad that you found your way to that, by the way. So. I'll tell you what. Um, when I thought I, I when he passed away, I, I was like, oh, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. But I did not. I had to go all through all the... Steps. Exactly. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. oh, anger and sadness. And uh, once I started to go to therapy, I really experienced all these feelings. Mm -hmm. And I was <sighs> devastated yeah. at home. Like I was crying so much. And I was like, why me? I cannot handle it anymore. Why me? And then after you really give those feelings like to go out. Yeah. And yeah. not keeping it inside. And then you, you understand things and then you just let go. And once I let go of it, I can like manage my life. Yeah, it's the healing process, yeah. by the way. That's I, I so incredible. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and I always say that too. It, it's, it requires work. Yeah. So yeah. you have to like go back <sighs> and feel those feelings and let it go. It's a release. And it's the only way that we can move on. But a lot of people just don't. They don't know how. Right, right. I, I got to tell you that it was very hard. Well, I'm sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's not going to be easy of what you went through, right. by the way. And, and I don't want to... That's um, why they call it work. Yeah, like, right. Like, therapy it, is, it is, is work. work. Yeah, I, I went through, uh, to my therapist and I was like, I cannot do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. And she goes like, if you decide to meet it now, you will suffer for 
Six months, let's say. Yeah. Yes. But if you don't, it will meet you in every yes. step in your life. Right. And not and only your hair correct. and all these like, I things you've been doing. I because they say that if we don't heal those childhood traumas, they come back. So <sighs> it's, it's going to... Yeah they appear in other areas of our life. So Absolutely. until we're able to heal those, um, they're going to keep, they just keep coming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was in a very violent relationships before I, I met Gal, my husband. And it, it always been like, I, I was always a victim. No matter what happened to me, I felt like I'm a victim. Like someone did something to me. Oh, he did it on purpose. I'm a victim. And this is not a way of living. Of course. Yeah. But I got to say something before we get um, a little bit farther on the road. And before I give kudos to your therapist, kudos to your husband, by the way. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the first thing you said which got me was the fact that, you know, when you had came to him and he and he looked at you with that authentic look, I mean, he truly loved you at that moment. And at that moment, you could I tell agree. this guy would do anything for you. <laughs> I know. You. I'm getting emotional. So I, I appreciate him so much already because that's the kind of guy I see people out there. These are the guys that I'm talking about right here. Yeah. That guy, like, you, you're even making sacrifices going back. He's worth the sacrifice sacrifice and everything so i think that you coming back and forth that's nothing compared <laughs> to what you have so right. trust me on this one like I, I when you said that, i was like dude that dude really loves this woman yeah. you know because i mean Did he you? first of all you know in that situation he stood by you he's trying to understand who you are because i feel like he's willing to listen where you just said before all these other guys you went out for you felt victims <laughs> because you chose the people that you felt would just be kind of you know what you needed for the moments yeah. and you, you know, and you could hurt them. They can hurt you. It's just a symbiotic thing. But once someone truly authentically loves you, that, that doesn't change. So I'm really, I'm really happy for you like, guys. Like look what he inspired yeah, in you. Totally. And just, he, I mean, he just opened he really up a whole new world for you. Me, yeah. He really taught me everything from the beginning. Like yeah. I was a child. Um, he thought me, you are, we are not lying yeah. and we are telling the truth. And I was like, really? It, can we do it? Yeah. <laughs> what a blessing That's from amazing. God, yeah. you know? I always say, even in my chupa, in my Jewish wedding, I, I um, read something to him and I said, that you are um, the gift from God so I can fix my life. Yeah. For real. But no, no, not not to uh, downplay yourself though. You already have the strength inside of you though, Julie. Like, I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, he can be there for you. <laughs> He's just a catalyst to get you going. But dude, you're, I mean, you're doing it. You've done amazing on your own. I mean, thank the strength you. that you have, just your story. Thank you for sharing that. But you yeah. have this inner strength that I'm listening to. And I'm just like, damn, this is a really strong woman. Like you're, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you I mean, so and for you to be where you're at right now, that's you are the one doing the work. No one yeah, else. I, I know, you. I know, but so. I got to give credit to my, uh, to the people of around me. Of course. Me it's a, yeah. The, I'll tell you what, I chose my friends and I chose my husband and I chose my therapist and everything, everyone around me, um, they're amazing. Like yeah. I chose the, I chose them to be around me because I trust them, and it's so easy to leave all of a sudden. Like before that, I was always suspicious, and I was always like, you know, fighting with people. And now, no one can fight me. Cause yeah, I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I know that people um, are controlled by their trauma so yeah i don't give a fuck and it's super easy now. And everything became just way easier. And the people around me are. They are amazing. But yeah, I am the one uh, to do yeah. the work. Absolutely. Can I ask you something? Um, I, you said something earlier as well. Um, when you said you always felt like you were the victim in certain parts yeah. of this. Um, were you, after, between all that time, were you just feeling like you were angry all the time? Or do you feel like you were just more so just like sad? Um, I think it was the combination. Okay. Because I was always like very impulsive. Um, if someone like said something that it that felt wrong for me, you I was... snapped I at him. Yeah, I yeah. was going crazy but i was really really sad i'm i'm pretty famous in israel okay and i went through i uh, went to a survival show you know it right mm. and then 
it, there was a moment over there, it was before I went to therapy, and then was, there was a moment that I felt like, okay, I'm famous, there are cameras and everyone wants to take pictures with me, why I'm not, I'm not, I'm still not happy. Right, yeah. And then I realized that fame, money, and all like, you know, external things cannot buy your happiness. And then when I started like working on myself with this amazing man and the therapist and the people around me, I found peace and everything just became easier. And now I know that what's mine will be mine. Yeah. And what's not, not, yeah. and it's fine, yeah. And you have like a, a partner, a teammate for life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where's this woman awesome. been? How come she hasn't been on our show before? I know. I, feel I like gotta work on my day. English. I gotta work on <laughs> no, my English. Is amazing. So I'm trying to express myself because yeah. I do it really good in Hebrew, and and I find oh, trust me, no, you're what. Julie. You're expressing yourself like <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, people really who will listen to this, they will understand. They will feel your expression. Trust me. Yeah. George is even over there shaking his head. <laughs> George, no doubt. I can't even talk back to about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting back here. I'm like, man, yeah. one day I'll be like. Her. And, she's, <laughs> and you're even doing it in English, so you're yes. expressing. George is back there saying that we're all just like, uh huh, uh huh. It's like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, Audio book I needed today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play this over and over your, again. Yeah, your story is so inspiring. Um, thank you so much for sharing because I had you. no idea. Yeah. And um, it just, I mean, it just adds to like the incredible person that you are. Thank yeah. you. How and inspiring. you walked in today like super joyous. So I, I mean, this is just a complete change. So I'm <laughs> just really happy woman. I love Thank that. Thank you so yeah. much. All right. So tell us about, we're going to move, we'll keep it in the same tone okay. because yeah. I, want to hear, I want to know so much more about you. I want to keep her on a lot longer now. Um, so how did you get the name the Queen of Guns? How did this happen? I named myself. Okay. Yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. Right. I was like, mm, I need a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a queen and I love firearms. Let's call myself the right. Queen of Guns. So <laughs> I, I find this fascinating because, you know, there's this thing like we've always talked about as kids where they go, you can't nickname yourself, but it actually works. I <laughs> mean, works. am I right yeah. about that? I, well, she did, and I, I like it. That's what I'm saying. I, I love it. How did you, how did you get it out there in the universe? I love you. go, I'm um, going to be the queen of guys. Like, yeah. by the way, yeah. <laughs> here we go. I, I'll tell you what. I feel like the way you see yourself is yeah. the way others see you. And that's I was like, very true. Hmm, I see myself like this. Yeah. I'll okay. call myself this. <laughs> All right. And now you Google the Queen of Guns and you find me. <laughs> so it's good. I love it. You know, I tell everyone to call me my lord and it just still hasn't <laughs> stuck yet. Damn it. I mean, what the hell? I mean, George, I'm doing something wrong over here. Somebody, what are you talking about, the, my the, lord? The Queen, thank you very much. I appreciate it, George. I love you today. But the Queen of Guns, I'm like, you can call me my lord. So, Jamie, from now on, I'm my lord. Okay. She's like, fuck you, Chris. I ain't calling you shit. <laughs> so, all right. So let me ask you this. So you're, you're newlywed four months in, yeah. by the way, right? Um, so now with your back and forth, how often are you to get, I know with you, you being here in the States right now, how long are you in the States for before you get to go back home? Uh, no, just for a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're really here for this yeah. and then heading just out again. Just for Shacho and then I'm going back home. But um, usually I go to the United States like two to three times a mm -hmm. year for a month. Okay. Yes, but now I need to reduce it a little bit because he wants he wants me to be home with him. Got right. it. Got it. Why don't you bring him? Um, he started a supermarket chain. Okay. Do I say it correctly? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. He started a supermarket chain in Israel and he has to work and. He's busy. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how did you two meet, by the way? I mean, you guys, do your, do your paths cross mm. around the country as well? Then outside of um, here, I it wasn't the industry for sure, but mm -hmm. I don't remember. I feel yeah. like so she reached out to me okay. um on on Instagram makes sense right and then we finally which a lot of girls in our industry <laughs> they're, they're in our our like vibe like Cat. she's 
so yeah so when i saw her i'm like oh my gosh i love her and i have to be friends with her Got it. <laughs> um and then we finally connected at texas range day oh, oh great so okay. that was like mm-hmm. the first time we actually um met in person was that the one That's this right. past summer this past year or it was april 21. okay yeah okay. but great. we've always like kind of been like i think we've seen each other yeah. like on social and stuff and then um when i met her because i think that a lot of times with um females like in the industry um, they try and put like some rules on us. Like, yeah. oh, you have to show up to the range and wear this. Oh, don't wear anything mm-hmm. low cut because you'll get burned by brass. Oh, interesting. And yeah. for me, like I kind of blaze my own trail and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking wear what I want to wear. Yeah. So, and then when I saw her, who's like beautiful and hot, her hair's down flowing, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> shooting full auto. I was like, oh, I'm in love. <laughs> I got to tell you that Jamie for me is really... Um, an inspiration, do I say correctly? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I saw her and I was like, okay, she don't give a fuck about what other has to say. Like you, you dress the way you want, you do what you want and you let other women know that you can be beautiful, sexy, badass and still shoot firearms and I love it. Yeah, right. wow. I mean, I catch a lot of heat for like my attire on the range, but um, so I'm the one that shows up to an Ipsic match and I'm wearing um, my denim cutoffs, but okay. I still have my jersey. You're right, right. You're still so, like participating. Um, and do you get comments from men about it, like in the range? Like, oh, you should uh, wear yes, professional. I do, oh, but yeah. I just don't care because I'm not there for him. I and really, I'm just there for myself, and I'm yeah. trying to learn and compete, and and I want to get better. So um, it, it shouldn't matter okay. what I'm wearing. Um, safety right. is is clearly like um, the main. Right, but you focus obviously, you're, priority, st- obviously but you're still being safe though. In I'm theory, being so. safe, mm-hmm. um, but I just don't fit the mold of. And yeah, I will wear tactical pants sometimes. But if I want to wear like if my shirt is like a crop top, then yeah. who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I can t- say that my style is like half bro, half ho. Okay. This, yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You heard that from Julie slash Oren slash uh, yeah, Queen of Guns. Like, yeah. and, you, and it's like, I mean, you look good. You yeah. look amazing. You've seen that yeah. I have yeah. dropped up. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Really beautiful. But even like her hair is like down, but she's still like dominating right. and fucking shit up yeah. <laughs> once again as long as all I heard as long as you guys have been safe I don't care what you yeah. wear so. yeah. I think that's like the main mm-hmm. our main focus is um, safety yeah. so I always say what difference does it make what I'm wearing and right. realistically like we train for a purpose so when I do get heat from other people I'm like why am I going to train like tacked out like that I'm never going to wear that in real life so I've even trained in the range like in my heels um, like high sh- high shoes like right. with a backpack because I want to make sure I I've run through shoot houses and heels because I want to know like <laughs> yeah, can I do right. it she's am I going right. to like yeah. eat shit Probably not, but okay. I, they say, you know, train in what, what you're in every day, which clearly I'm not going to go to the range in my Louboutins. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you I both, think it's important. Do you both feel like, um, like, and I'm, I'm going to go, so you said something about shooting on the ranges and stuff like that. Um, is there a gun that you sit there and look at and go, okay, that's going to be a little bit too much for me? In theory, like nope. before you shoot it, I guess, you know, because I know I'm talking about kickbacks and have you, you seen know, my videos? I've seen a few <laughs> videos, but I don't know how I mean, uh, forgive me, people. I'm a, a gun virgin over here, but I but I have I did look at all your stuff on there. But I was wondering, like, because of your size, I just want to know, man, how much kickback is that thing given? So it, I, I'm I curious it's about to know. Training. It's okay. just about yeah. training. And I think we shot everything, right? Yeah. Okay. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, okay. I've shot like the mini guns, like the Barrett. Mm-hmm. So my goal is, okay, so there's um, a, a shooter. 
Her name's Missy Lynn. Are oh, you, yeah, okay. I know her. So she double, like, fisted oh, wow. yeah. two freaking Barretts. Wow. Yeah, and, like, fine. shot them. But she's probably... Like not double our size, like she's just tall right. yeah. and like muscular. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like when I shoot a Barrett, I definitely need both hands. Okay. <laughs> it makes so sense. I can't even imagine like one arming it, but that's the goal. That's, oh, that's right. my goal. Have you done it yet? Have you done it, Julie? I, I think so. I want to okay. show you. She's like, she's like, that's the oh, goal. Shit. I love that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get some competition in here. <laughs> I'll show you. These are my best videos, by the way. Guys, you got to check out. Um, oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, here we go. This is um, yeah. George. Put mine right I, I here. love firearms. So let's all see. Kinds. I have to zoom in on this one. But she's just like she's. This is a badass oh, right here. Gosh. She's just like taking it down. I mean, this woman can this shoot cool. everything. Oh, the minigun! <laughs> yeah. Is that a minigun? Yeah. I shot that out of a helo. It's fucking fun. I mean, I can see why now she's saying that when guys put guns in, we just want to act yeah. cool. Because if I had that, of and course then, I'd be like, yeah, look at like, me, look at me. It's literally you know? like Baywatch. Like her hair's like just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone land. is fascinated by how your hair is still beautiful. I know how to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I tape, I staple it here, 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 so it doesn't yeah. move. So. People so. are like, I feel like people are being like shocked when they see like a beautiful woman in the range. Like, do we have yeah. to be like muscular to right. go to the range? Right. No. I think, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say from my end like that, it's like when I look at it, I don't even think that. I just think that, wow, that's just, it's just badass, first of all. And it's something that, I, when you watch it, like in your case, it's just like, I'm just looking at size and just the way that the gun's moving yeah. and just how you're handling yourself. That to me is that, that's like amazing, Thank you. you know? And so I don't sit there and go, wow, like she can actually do that. It's just like, fuck, she's actually doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Cause I sit yeah. there and go, could I do that? Probably not. You know, that's so. Israel I, is really like religious country. <clears throat> we, we all like connected to religious, mm -hmm. uh, re religion, sorry. Um, and I feel like men being like macho men and they go like, why do you wear this to the range? You should wear this and you should wear that. And you so should people tell you that too? Of course. In Israel, <laughs> wow. They, they feel like they're the machos. And then uh, comes like a small, nice lady and shoot all the firearms and uh, they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. I right. Yeah. I don't care. Do you <laughs> feel like you get more hate from men or women? Uh, hmm. Why does it have to be any question. hate at all? I keep people. Just I it's not happy. hate. It's, yeah, it's, I know. You know, people who really feel like the need to comment on something like bad comment. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for them. Right. And I, I know a good therapist, and you can go and heal yeah. your wounds, so you don't have to put other downs, uh, others down. Right. And um, I feel like women really try to like be okay. Like you know what I mean? Like women empowerment, but. I, I feel like, I don't want to say the jealousy, but bad vibes sometimes. Okay. But I do have a lot of female friends in the industry. Um, men are being nice. I don't know why. Maybe because they are nice and they want to empower others. And maybe because I'm cute. I don't right. know. It's a combination. Right. But I don't but care. But it's okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a combination. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, please, please. Fine. <laughs> you cannot talk to me a man. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do they always say? They always say anyone who's going to offer an opinion that's not positive sometimes is just they don't have an understanding of what's yeah. really going on. You know, yeah. so I get that. Yeah. Um, but once you, I'll tell you, I'll explain. Uh, in Israel, I became like a gun model. Okay, this is how they call it, a gun model. And when I started, it was 2016, let's say, and they will go like, oh, you are, you are uh, selling firearms, uh, 
by sex and you are sexy and this is why you sell firearms and I was like no dude this is the way I dress yeah. and I love firearms so this is the combination um, but then once the Israelis heard my stories my story excuse me and it, it all changed when, when you hear the story behind what you see mm-hmm. then you, you find it really interesting and then you understand that it's not like oh I want to sell firearms because I'm hot and like, I, I love firearms because I feel like safer right I feel like I can go around the street and protect myself and protect my family um, and I just want to use the most effective tool for the job this is why I love firearms right. I want to protect myself with the most effective tool mm-hmm. for the job I mean you, and I have to and I think you're saying that yeah. but you inspired it. me though a little bit more with it as well because even though like I you know I've never not that I ever can say I ever really disliked or disliked guns but you know just the way that they're used in some cases but you inspired me actually to have a different look at it as well because mm-hmm. of your of the competition that you do oh, and so when I when we that. when we started working together and what you do it made me look into it more and appreciate it more because it's just it is a you know it's like you anything in life can be used for different ways and you guys are once again you're using it for tactical defense and just learning and just getting better at you you know you became a comp and competitive competitive shooter yeah. but you also have a love for it so and it came from the level of safety <clears throat> that it provided right. so I again just searching for um, something to help with that feeling and I too was um, had like some issues when I was younger mm. so it was really important to me to be able to or know that I could protect myself right, and, right. and provide that level of safety and for I, me and my family and I gotta say that in the United States they all the time say to you like um, there are school shooting because of firearms and blah 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 yeah I gotta explain in Israel we have really strict laws on firearms and we have like more than half a million illegal firearms and last year there was like a mini war I okay. don't know how to say it, like an operation in Gaza and then there's only like a mini war next to it so um, terrorists went around the country with automatic rifles and just mm-hmm. shot us and people couldn't do anything because we are not allowed yeah. to carry firearms I, and and this is the thing I gotta explain and Firearms will not go away from this world. They are not going anywhere. And we have to put firearms in good people's hands yes. yeah. so mm-hmm. we can protect ourselves. Like almost half of the terror attacks in Israel um, were stopped by a citizen who carry firearm and, uh, firearms. And there's such a small percentage of the people and we, they are still the one who stop terrorists. So... Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. You know, and that's why, like I said, it's just like it's when they're obviously in the right hands and for protection that I'm sure the majority of uh, the world agrees with what you're saying for sure. So, yeah. um, mm, well, I, I just meant, you know, but, but once again, it's like you said, if, if everyone has to know um, each person's story, yeah. you know, and that's where it starts from, because like you even said for yourself, it's like and people always make judgment, snap judgments right away. And it's mm-hmm. like and one thing that I tell people, I go, look, you can't judge until you actually know someone's story. Yeah. And if you don't take time to learn someone's story, regardless of, yeah, this person might be a Yahoo over here and I'm like I don't really like your story you know but the other person who's using right. it for a different way it's like okay yeah I, I can go get behind that I'll tell you what we don't have to listen to everyone's story we just don't we, we just um, make do the right decisions uh, not just it just don't be just uh, judge. judgmental yeah this one <laughs> right right yeah for um, sure because yeah. we are not better than anyone else agreed so right. why would we judge someone else we don't know his story and if we don't have time to listen to his story, Just don't judge them. 
Right. Super easy. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have okay. Julie on our next show called Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm Julie, we, I wish we had uh, more time because I would really like to have you back and like dive into a few other things with you. Oh. If I want to join us. She's pouting, George. Yeah. Making me pout now. I want to stay in this all day. America. Um, we're going to do like a fast track of questions because okay. there's, um, yeah, some things that, that we want to know. Mm. And, um, I'm going to start with the first one. Um, so God help us all. Okay. And then we're going to try these prime drinks and then get to the question of the day. First okay. one. Do you sleep naked? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Wow. That was great. What about your, does your husband sleep yeah. naked? Um, There's no our bed, like. Our bed has rules. No clothes allowed in okay. the bed. Look at that. So <laughs> no set the tone. Yeah, like She's like, okay. no. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Where do we go from there? Okay. I mean, I'm done. So she's a naked sleeper. What do you got? <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, do you know your husband's favorite movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What all is right. Star Wars? Oh, all right. We we, 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 we both a fan. Uh, fans. We we both we both fans. Right? Both fans. <laughs> yeah. Yes, fans. Right. Yeah. Right. We have crazy collection in our home. Okay. Yeah. And I want to guess this one. We're gonna let me. T I'll tell you what is. Wait. What? We're gonna guess this. So, okay. but before you answer, um, who said I love you first? Her or her husband? Her husband. I think her husband too. Just because of her story, right? That's what I'm gonna guess. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was waiting for his "I love you." Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I okay. was. Waiting and for most someone. girls will actually wait for the guy to yeah. say it anyway. So, yes, but I love yes. your husband, so I think he's probably the person <laughs> yeah. to say that. All right. Um, where was your first date? Mm -hmm. Our first date, we went to a restaurant in okay. Tel Aviv, and then we went to eat ice cream, and then we went to the beach. Nice. Yeah. It was Very fun. nice. Ah, yeah. she, she okay. Game. Last question. Um. End of the world, you can only take one gun. Which one are you taking? Whew. Only one. <laughs> With endless ammo? Endless ammo. One gun. See, sleeping naked doesn't stump her, but this does. I this know. Is, this is a good one to me right here. Because there are so many options. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Against zombies? Oh, I'll zombies, take that. Yeah. I'll take that. Mm. Why not? Mm. Wow, there are so many options. Probably an AR-15. But okay. I got it. Think which one? Yeah, which one? I have like ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm which taking my cobalt. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are fucking amazing. All right, they are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with it. Good and flat. Okay. okay. Oh, wow. But I love amazing. Combat Master. You know the Combat Master from Toron. I have it yes. in John Wick Three. It's and that's crazy where you're good. at today at Terrence Booth. Uh, Terrence Booth and Acufire Tech Booth. And Acufire. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw them last yeah. night. Oh, uh, let's give awesome. let's give Julie some props. You're actually yes. being nominated. I saw that as Yay! well. What did, please let our audience know what are you being nominated for? Uh, the most influential female of the year in nice. the gun industry. Well, yeah. we guys, we got to put our votes out for there on the, yeah, this so, one. Yeah. So yeah, um, go to Julia's page, um, and then there'll be a link so you can go vote for her at the Gundies. Thank you. And then also we're going to try this drink really quick from Prime. Yeah, okay. well, I'm so looking for a question. Is that okay? okay? Go yeah, ahead. we're all going to take a drink. Chris is going to take one in a minute. And then we're going to give it a rating of 1 to 10. So this is Prime's new drink, you guys. It's strawberry watermelon. Nice. And they're hydration right. drinks. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, salute. Cheers. Mm. I just love all their stuff. Mm. Good. I mean, any flavor I actually I just love. love this one. Yeah, this yeah. is a good one. Strawberry watermelon, guys, by Prime. I'm in. It's good. Check it out. Okay, what are you? What are you? Yeah. Vote, what are you giving it? Uh, well, you know, I'm just a big Prime fan, anyway. So I gave the last one. I think I gave it a nine. So I'm gonna okay. give this one a nine as well. I give it an eight because ten is water. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm giving it a nine. It's I good. like this one. Yeah. All right. Good. These are higher than the last ones you gave them. The blue ones that one time. I know. Okay, Julie. Good. So we always in our, our, our with our guests with the question of the day. So I'm just gonna do this one here. So. 
And you have to start off with the answer for this one, okay? okay? So Christopher and Jamie, what's up, beautiful people? Jamie, I've been a longtime follower of yours for years and have always dreamed of doing what you do. And Christopher, mm -hmm. wow, love your take on relationships and how you don't beat around the bush. You two are like my dream team. Okay, so here's my question. I'm a 30-something-year-old 30 year old female, and I can't seem to commit to a guy for more than three months. For some reason, I get bored easily and find myself wanting out of the relationship before it gets too serious. I have to admit, I have my fair share of guys courting me all the time, and I love the attention that I receive. And yes, I know, I know, that may be part of the problem. But I can honestly say most of the guys that do last the three months time limit are all great guys and are not, and are not douchebags, which by the way, I do have a pretty good picker is what she says. So with that being said, I think commitment to me means losing out on a whole lot of living. There is so much more I want to do as far as career, life, and exploration goes, but I also know I can't be alone for more than a week, a few weeks at a time. Well, what do you think I should do at this point in, my, in time in my life? I probably have broken up with a few Prince Charmings along the way, and that ultimately sucks. My family and friends think I definitely missed the boat a few times. What should I do? Oh, this is... Easy. Okay. Therapy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I gotta explain. It. I gotta explain. <laughs> I'm a psychotherapy uh, student now. Okay. And the thing with to, when we need drama in our life, it's because we cannot feel the peace and and we are getting bored of it. And we need to learn how to stay in the board, boredom. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. um, to experience the peace. And I just think that commitment issues are coming from there. Like everything is coming from our childhood. Mm -hmm. everything so psychotherapy oh yeah that was my answer. first it's an unhealed trauma so yeah. um usually um people that crave the chaos they're not comfortable in the calm exactly. because there's something they need to go back and work on internally with her so there's something going on within her so she needs to dive into that and do the work yeah. and figure out what that is yeah, I'm going to have to agree with both these ladies, uh, girl. Um, you basically need some time off to yourself and yeah. try to sit with it for a minute because apparently if you're, you're, you're actually meeting really good guys, apparently, but you just can't or don't want to hang out with them long yeah. enough. So there's something missing that's happened in your childhood, I yeah. think, and get some therapy and, on and this one. And it takes me somewhere because I feel like when people are good to you and you cannot accept it, yeah. maybe in your childhood you couldn't, exp uh, you couldn't get like um, the good from people. Like you always get... Uh, criticized and you felt very lonely and then when people are good to you they, you feel like they are maybe fake or this is unreal or, or I don't deserve it yeah. yeah so I gotta tell her you deserved you deserve uh, good people in your life yeah 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 and she deserves to have an amazing relationship but yeah. she has to want it and she has to do the work yeah you got to do the work um, I'm gonna agree with that one today I think these two answered it for me yeah. today and guys we have the queen of guns on our show today Oren Julie thank you so much for being here you're so amazing you. um, what can we plug for you today what would you like to tell people out there um, be good it's okay. simple yeah right and yeah. where to follow you please let them know uh, Instagram YouTube Facebook TikTok, Orange Julie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan now. I'm going to start <laughs> following and liking Thank everything you, so you do. Much. You're unbelievable. And Jamie, Thank what about you today? Me. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, just check out um, Everything Shot Show. I will be with Cobalt today um, by their booth and then How It's Their Clothing. So. Great. Awesome. All right, guys, you can follow us at Dating Intelligence on anything social media. And please subscribe and follow and like us all. And uh, this is another episode. George, thanks so much for being our producer Thank today, you, buddy. George. Oh, we, I love you guys. <laughs> all right, thanks, man. All right, that's another episode. Thanks so much. Yay. See you soon. Thank you.